York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. out New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to talk about the Knicks loss. You know, it, it couldn't it couldn't last forever, Ryan. What we wasn't going to go undefeated from here <laughs> until April or whatever. Uh, but you hate to see it. You hate to see it end. You know it had to end sometime, but you hate to see it end, especially to Le- LeBron. Uh, uh, ah, this is this is a sitting in my soul, but the Knicks lost. To the, the Lakers, and I have the wrong score because it's flipped around. That's the that's the score. It should be. It should be one thirteen yeah, to one oh five. But really, the score is one one thirteen Lakers one oh five Knicks. And we're gonna talk about it all: the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's a lot of bad, and there's a lot of ugly. Uh, but listen, man, I, you can't be too mad at this. We're missing Julius Randle, OG Ananobi. I don't know. He got an elbow thing. You're missing four games about with an elbow thing. I don't know. That's just all my soul. But he's missing the game with the elbow thing. We, we don't have Grimes. The Lakers are a big, a really big team. Really big team. Uh, I wanted to know before this game in particular because of how big they are. Pause. But it, it is what it is. We couldn't keep up, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, but, yeah, of course, you already know. Let me introduce you to my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Right. He's in the building. You know, you know, it couldn't last. I mean, Knicks had to lose eventually. It is what it is. Regroup, come out the next game, play better. Yeah, come out, come out the next game and, and play better. Absolutely. I don't know. Do you want to start anywhere? Because I, I got some places to start. I know, I know. There's an elephant in the room. I think everybody knows what the problem is. <laughs> um, it's it's playmaking. It's I keep I've said this since last year when the ball comes out of Jalen Brunson's hands and somebody has to make a play. Where do you go for the last couple of games without Julius Randle? We've kind of figured out a semi formula of what to do when Jalen Brunson doesn't have the ball. But I think today we faced a team with a lot more rim protection. So the things that we did against other teams where we like, we, we, we reverse the ball, hit the three, or we go to the hole and finish at the rim and, and finish with pushbacks and offensive rebounds. I feel like those things that worked for us before was not working for us tonight because that size, man, the Lakers are a huge team and the Knicks just weren't really getting anything in the paint outside of Jalen Brunson. I don't know. What, what did you see, Ryan? Um, yeah, um, definitely Anthony Davis being in the paint definitely disrupted a lot of what the Knicks do because, you know, the Knicks is a team that likes to penetrate and kick out and, and they like to finish at the rim as well. And Anthony Davis definitely altered a lot of shots. I mean, you had, Hardenstein, two of nine. He missed a lot of bunnies. Yeah. Right at, right at the rim. Couldn't finish. Precious as well, four of 11. So when you have a presence like Anthony Davis in the middle, you know, he's going to alter a lot of shots and things of that nature. And again, yeah, the issue is, is that backup playmaker, that backup guy who can score the ball at times and, you know, give Jalen Brunson another option on the court. I do want people to keep it in perspective, though, because I know, you know, how Knicks fans are. Knicks won nine in a row, and then all of a sudden it's lost to the Lakers, and then all of a sudden people want to point out this is wrong with the team, that is wrong with the team, and this and that, and forget that the Knicks won nine games in a row. You have to keep it in perspective, people. Mm -hmm. The Knicks were without Julius Randle. They were without OG Ananobi. They were without Grimes. They were, And they were also without Mitchell Robinson. Those are four guys, three of those guys are within the starting lineup. If the Knicks have a fully healthy roster, this game would be completely different. But when you have a roster that's so depleted and they were forcing the ball out of Jalen Brunson's hands, if the Knicks are not knocking in their shots, those three-point opportunities that they get or moving the ball around trying to see if they can find get it, try, try to see if they can get an easy shot, the officer is, going, is, going, is just going to get shut down. The last couple of games that wasn't the case, because the Knicks found ways to score the ball, move the ball around, 
and able to get shots despite the fact they were getting the ball out of Jalen Brunson's hands. Tonight, mm-hmm. that wasn't the case. And, and you have to give the Lakers their credit. The Lakers locked down on defense. They did. They you have did. to give them their credit as well. So I don't want people thinking like, oh, my gosh, the Knicks need this, the Knicks need that, and blah, blah, blah. The issue tonight was the issue was the same issue that we that we saw when the Knicks made a trade for OG Ananobi. There needs to be a backup playmaker, a backup score for Jalen Brunson so that somebody can create with that second unit. And in a game like this, that guy would have definitely been essential because it would have gave someone else, it would have gave the Knicks another option on the court where if they if where if they're forcing the ball out of Jalen Brunson's hand, you get into that secondary playmaker to actually move the ball around create a shot for somebody else and things of that nature. So it's not a loss to be like, oh, my gosh, like the Knicks need this, the Knicks need that. The Knicks should have done this, the Knicks should have done that. No, nah, like the Knicks are missing four rotation pieces. Yeah, no. Nah, eventually, eventually they were going to lose. It was going to ha- happen. It, it, it was going to happen. And there's certain, there's certain things I still feel like we can do. We might be able to try to, to kind of help Jalen Brunson along. But – before I even get to that, like there's like little things like that really hurt us too. Like, okay, for, for example, you visibly can notice the floor, sh- the floor shrinking when there's not a shooter on the floor. Because at one point, DiVincenzo was the only shooter on the floor. He gets fouled out. Now it's scary hours for real because he was the only one outside of Jalen Brunson carrying the defense, the offense. And the, you can double and triple team to your heart's content. Uh, Jalen Brunson made the correct basketball play for like seven minutes straight in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Knicks couldn't score for about seven minutes straight. And there was like Josh Hart for three. Cool. I was having I was having flashbacks of Josh Hart for three in Miami. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I was having flashbacks of, of Miami daring Josh Hart to shoot three. So we... OG, come back, please, please, because <laughs> that's a different that's a different shot with OG in the quarter. It's just a whole different ball game. So that that that's that's one thing, and it it, it just makes oh, it just makes things so much tougher from Brunson when he sees those doubles and triple teams. So I, I take this loss with a grain of salt, but um, I will say, you know, when we got Dante. The thing about Dante was he can play some point guard, right? That was the thing. I feel like we're going to have to utilize him as a playmaker a lot more than we are, or that we uh, than we have been, if we're going to survive or ink out some more wins of this game. Like we have to have Jalen Brunson off ball for five, six, seven plays in a row or something just for him to like collect his thoughts, get some easy buckets, not have the pressure of carrying the whole team all the time. Maybe do some pick and roll with Hartenstein to suck in the defense and have Jalen Brunson in the corner and kick it out or something. Like maybe we might have to do something like that. Um, wasn't he supposed to be a pick and roll guy? Like what's, 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 what's you know, this might be a time where Tom Thibodeau might have to be more creative with the offense or something else. I like I still remember I still remember vividly how we trapped how Kevin Durant was we trapped Kevin Durant was um when Kevin Durant was playing for the Brooklyn Nets, we used to trap him at the top and he would pass it out the double team, relocate, get the ball right back, and then shoot an open three. I would like the Knicks to do something like that for Jalen Brunson. If you're going to duck trap him. Move, swing the ball to one side so they have to rotate, have them relocate, bring the ball back, shoot the open three. We need to get a little bit more creative with the way the offense flows if Jalen Brunson is the only really on-ball threat. We just have to find more creative ways to get him the ball. Outside of, you know, the obvious, get Brogdon, get Clark uh, Clarkson or whoever. We, we have to work with what we have here. And I'm hoping that we find another wrinkle in offense to make some more offense happen. Yeah, and the thing is, I think Knicks did that tonight, but it was only on like one or two plays. Like it wasn't often because I do recall one play, I think it was in the first half where Jalen Brunson passed off the ball. 
I don't remember the play exactly, but I know that he passed off the ball and the Knicks were moving the ball around and then Jalen Brunson relocated in the corner and they got the ball to him at the corner mm -hmm. and he shot the three. So, I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks have it in their arsenal. They've done it. They just don't do it on a consistent basis, which is the issue. They need to in probably incorporate that more and have Jalen Brunson off ball. But again, you know, that's where the secondary playmaker, playmaker comes in because if you, if you have the secondary playmaker who can, you know, run an offense and actually, you know, be go be good with the ball in his hands, pause, mm -hmm. you know, it it'll allow Brunson more off ball movements to you to get easier shots. So I, but yeah, I agree. Like they need to do it more often. They definitely they definitely need to do it a lot more often. And today our bigs our bigs got a little scared today. You know what's funny? You know what's an interesting stat, Ryan? The offensive rebound. This is the the Knicks offensive rebound, despite being undersized, we we beat them on the boards. 18. What was the what was the offensive rebound? It was like 18 to 3, I believe. 18 to 3. This team still, even being undersized, even being undermanned, we still fundamentally uh <laughs> could have won this game. We we were still in the game. We, we, we were still in this game. So, like, I still applaud the team. I still applaud the fight of this team. We still outside. I mean, we still outside. We still look. We still on fire, man. Like, we, we won nine in a row. You know, we don't have our main guys. It's, it's, it, it sucks to lose, but we still outside. We still in a good place. We still in a right. good place. We just have to tweak some things. Also, Miles McBride, man. Miles McBride. Today, we just need a little bit more shot making, and he's been really good. Uh, since he's been playing, he he missed a lot of open shots today. We just needed a little, like, ten percent more shot making, ten percent more shot making from McBride and and, and look, McBride and Dejounte and uh, not Dejounte, ooh, Dejounte on the mind. Look at that, and Dante. <laughs> <laughs> this game was ours. This game was in the taking, and we would have beat LeBum in them, but it just, it just didn't happen. It just didn't. It just didn't happen. It sucks that LeBron chose to rest. <laughs> He's like, I'm rest, I'm resting my old weary knees. I'm not even bothering to play in the Celtics. And AD, you're gonna rest too, and we're gonna get all of our sleep just so we can play the Knicks. They they had this game circle because we came into the Lakers land and we beat them on their poor. So you don't think for a second they did not remember that. Because they did. They knew what type of game it was. They knew it was on national television. They knew the stakes. They did not want to lose on national TV versus the Knicks. So they made sure they got some extra sleep. They didn't go to the club. They didn't go to the strip club. They didn't do none of that. They, <laughs> they didn't spend no dollars. They were, there was no J.R. Smith business going on. I, I'm pretty sure LeBron James had everybody, uh, everybody on the Lakers team in by 9 o'clock. Pretty sure. Facts. Let coach. Exactly. Let be be here by nine o'clock, or we trading you. You trading you by deadline. That's for damn sure. Because you already know LeBron is the real GM of that team anyway. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Let's, let's look at this box score real quick. Let's look at this box score real quick. Yeah, man. Rui Rui Hachimura seven points. LeBron. 24 points and good defense. Precious Achiria got cooked by LeBron today, but it's LeBron. You can't, you know, what you going to do? 24 yeah. points, two or five from three, uh, 10 and nine, 10 and 19. He hit a lot of tough fadeaways. It's funny because the sign of a great player is you know exactly what he's going to do and you still can't stop it. Like we knew the, the fadeaway was coming. Couldn't stop it. Um, Josh Hart did actually did a pretty a better job at defending him and defending that fadeaway than Chua actually. Austin Reeves was so so and and then came on in the fourth quarter. D'Angelo Russell. I don't know why people still want him. I I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Like I don't get it. I'm, I, against the pre, I mean against I mean their previous game against the Celtics, he did get like 14, 14 assists. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing with De but that's the thing with D'Angelo Russell. Like it's just not consistent performances. Like one night he'll give you twenty points, 
seven assists and then another time and then another night he'll give you like what he gave you tonight, which was like what did he score tonight? He scored um sixteen points, four assists, about five or fourteen shooting from the field. So you just don't know what you're gonna get from him night night tonight with when it comes to the Lakers. You just don't know, man. You just don't know. And that plus the contract is I don't I don't want to be a facilitator for him just so the Lakers get DeJounte, just so we can get uh D'Angelo Russell and overpay that guy who was just so so to me. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> but we might not have to because of some news we're gonna talk about a little bit later. All right. Torian Prince. Torian Prince was getting cooked all night by Brunson, man. All freaking night. I'm 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 just mad. If we had a little bit more help, this game would have been won. This game would have been yeah. won. But it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Salute to the chat though. Uh, if you're here at midnight talking Knicks basketball after a nine-game winning streak has snapped, talking about Knicks-Lakers, you are a real Knicks fan. You are part of the KLT fam, and we salute you. Shout-out to Alexander. Shout-out to Prezi the Boss. Shout-out to Coran, Carlos, Michael Moss, <laughs> Taryn Mosley, and everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show. The Discord link is open if you want to have anything to say. You see my man Fritz is on here. He has the link in the chat. Uh, we can talk next basketball if you want to. Uh, so definitely can do that right now. I don't think anybody's in Discord right now. If not, we can just move on. I don't know if you have any more thoughts on this game, Ryan. This could be... Yeah, I mean, it could, it could be a pretty short discussion when it, when it comes to this game because, I mean, basically it's just, you know, the Knicks, they're missing a lot of pieces. The Knicks... Could the Knicks could have used that second playmaker besides Brunson to help them get over this get over the hump? If the Knicks knocked in some of their shots late in the game, this would be a, this probably would have you know be a this would probably be a win for the Knicks. But the team just couldn't buy a basket in the last seven minutes of the game. Um, and yeah, I mean that's about it. Like the yeah. Knicks won nine games in a row. The, the loss was gonna come sooner or later, especially with the Knicks being depleted. So I mean, it's nothing really to be upset over or mad over or whatever the case may be. I was hoping for like a good 30 game winning streak. I was hoping, but I guess <laughs> <laughs> I was, that's what I was really looking for. Because of, of stop that nine, I might, I'm a little pissed, but I guess, I guess I'll, I'll take the nine. I can, I'll exactly. take the nine. We can start our next winning streak. Get, get these boys some rest because listen, man, Brunson played 40 minutes. Dante played 40 minutes. They need a break. They need a break. They need a rest. The only thing, other thing I will say is we need to figure out a way to get the ball out of Brunson's hands more or maybe get some help a little just to preserve his body. Yeah. Because as good as he's playing now, 40 minutes a game, 38 minutes a game was not sustainable. Hopefully Randall will be back at the end of February. So worst case scenario. It won't be that long, but you also know the trade deadline is coming up, so you never know. Maybe the help is on the way, and he won't have to play 40 minutes a game. He get a little bit more of a breather, but hopefully, uh, I don't want to see him get worn out because he's he's been super efficient. This is probably the most discombobulated I've seen Jalen Brunson, but it's when you're playing when you're playing with the players you're playing with that is is not to be you can't be surprised about it. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I just help us on the way. Hopefully, help us on the way. Hopefully, all right, all right. But salute to the chat, man. Shout out to Alberto Ramos. Says a salute, Nick, Nick family in the chat room. Salute KLT panel. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right. And if there's any new people in the chat who wants to talk in this basketball, any new people who haven't been here before, just hit that new, and I'll give you a shout out. All right. Draw love to hate. Here comes Murray. Here comes Murray. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Murray is coming. I don't know. But there is some news that has been interesting. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. Everybody knows. Listen, everybody in Knicks Nation knows that we are the Italian mob over here in New York. All right. Everything is about family. Everything right. is about family. All right. We hired Jalen Brunson's father to be the assistant coach 
Get Jalen Brunson here, all right? So you got that fam. Then we got Tom Thibodeau, who damn near saw Jalen Brunson as a kid, all right? Pretty much raised the boy. I don't know. I'm exaggerating. But family, we got Leon Rose and World Wide West and World Wide West. And Leon Rose has his CA family, and he brings everybody here from the CDAs. But anybody that goes against the family is in trouble, right? And we all know that CAA and Club Sports had beef. It's like the Bloods and the Crips. I don't know. It's not that deep. But that has been the rumor. And I cannot imagine that us trading for Cam Reddish and then benching him because <laughs> Cam Reddish is a what? Clutch client. I can't imagine that that did not smooth over relations. So big news came out today. Says Nick's Clutch Sports hashed out issues after Leon Rose, Rich Paul sit down, removing potential trade obstacles. Things that make you go, hmm. It says that uh, the Clutch Nick's Cold War has decidedly warmed up. Agent Rich Paul met with team president Leon Rose on Friday, he source told the Post. And things were hashed out during the sit down. The hope is to move forward with a business relationship per source. The timing of this all is very interesting. Very interesting because we all know, you know, trade that on like six days away. I believe is it six days away. I think it's six days away. Five days. Away. Five days away. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Five days away. And I don't know if you guys have been following the trade deadline tea leaves. But you've heard that the Knicks are interested in DeJounte Murray. Then you, they, they kind of backed off. It would seem like lukewarm. Then you, Ian said the really front runners were Alec Burks. But the, the really interesting thing about the rumors was how come the Knicks didn't really seem interested in Malcolm Brogdon? Because when you, when you look at Malcolm Brogdon and what he brings, to me anyway, he looks like he he checks off every single box that the Knicks need, right? Like he's a he can be a backup point guard, he plays defense, uh, he can shoot and catch and shoot, he can uh, <laughs> uh, shoot off the dribble, he can play some two, he can play some one. He's also tall enough to defend twos, so it's like he fits every criteria where he can play in the second unit effectively and play in the first unit effectively. So I, in my mind, I'm like, how come every time Ian spoke, he always spoke about, well, the Knicks never really checked into Brogdon like that. And I'm start, I started to wonder if this clutch sports thing had anything to do with it. Um, but we will see now that this thing has smoothed over. If that really makes a difference, because of course, now that it's happened. A bunch of courts, clutch sports guys are on that team, and maybe they'll be available right now. Because right now, who they have? Who's on clutch? Who's on clutch? We got Murray, Levine, LeBron James, <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon, Andy Davis, Trey Young. Da -da 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 -da. None of these guys that really. Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton. Those are the guys who might be trade assets. So. I'm really curious to see if there's any real domino effect from this Cold War. I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Um, well, the timing of it is weird because the fact that it's happening right before the trade deadline and there were rumors that came out beforehand saying that the Knicks were looking at Clarkson. They were looking at Murray. They were... They they were looking at Brogdon, but then talks kind of died down. So, and these are all clutch clients. So the fact that they hashed this out five days before the trade deadline, it does make it look suspicious. And it does lead you to believe that the Knicks, well, on their trade board, the Knicks are probably looking at those clutch clients a bit more than other names that are out there. So this leads me to believe that the Knicks are lo either looking heavily at Clarkson Brogdon, Murray, like those are the top three, I think, right there. The Knicks are probably looking heavily at 
And they're trying to decide between those three, like, you know, which one they can bring in at the right price and things of that nature. But the fact that it happened five days before the trade deadline and there were rumors beforehand saying that the Knicks were looking at these players is leading me to believe that a deal might be close. Interesting. Yeah, because it's, it's the timing of it. Because you, you're hearing stuff like you're hearing how Clarkson is interested in coming to the Knicks. You definitely heard that. We also, the Lakers versus the Lakers potential trade to the Hawks was interesting as well. Because they made it seem like there was some traction there. But when you look at what the Lakers really had to offer, it doesn't seem like it can get a deal done. Because they wanted to unload, uh, they wanted to unload, um, why am I forgetting the dude's name right now? D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell to get DeJounte Murray return, but D'Angelo Russell's contract is too long, so they didn't want that contract, so it's like, they were, it seemed like they were trying to find a third team, and I'm just like, dude, we can do that same thing and cleaner and faster if you want to give DeJounte to the Knicks. We can actually make that trade, facilitate that trade cleaner. Like It, it didn't even make sense to me that they would even talk to Lakers, but maybe that's like a bargaining trip. Maybe that's like a, I don't know. It just seemed, everything seems weird. And even just the fact that the Knicks just didn't talk to Portland at all was just weird. Extremely weird. But um, I'm interested to see where this goes and where this makes a difference. And I'm going to be watching Ian Begley very closely to see if any, any talks between any of the clutch clients start to heat up at all. Yeah. For sure. Um. Speaking, I don't know. Do you have any? Wait, do you have any preference with body between any of the clutch clients that we mentioned? Well, in the beginning, it was Murray, but I think with the way the team is playing, I really don't want to mess with that chemistry too much in the starting lineup mm-hmm. because part of the reason why the Knicks had that nine game winning streak was because of the chemistry in that starting lineup. That starting lineup's chemistry is through the roof right now. So, and I know that if you bring in Murray. There's no way he's going to come off the bench because he's a starting point guard. You're going to have to slide him into that starting lineup. I don't know how it's going to affect the chemistry in that starting lineup when the chemistry is so good. So my preference right now is a backup point guard, and that would lead you to either Clarkson or Brogdon, but I would pick Brogdon over Clarkson just for the simple fact that he can shoot the rock. He can play make. You can put him at the one or the two. He's like a combo guard, and you know, he, you, I just think he's more versatile. Yeah. You, know, you could put him in, like, you know, different lineups and things of that nature, and he'll, like, fit in seamlessly, so... No, I agree. Yeah. Not saying that if the Knicks get Clark, if the Knicks get Clarkson or Murray, I'm not going to be upset over it, you know? I'm, I'm going to be like, well, it does give us that secondary playmaker that we need, so it fits a need, but I just think Brogdon, at this point, with the way the team is built, is probably the best choice. Yeah, he, he just fits more of the... Of the defensive culture that Tips is built over here, which is why ultimately I think I'll go with Brockton. And plus, he's just a better overall three-point shooter, um, which obviously we need if he was looking at the game today. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> Clarkson is the baller though. Didn't really do well when we played uh, against him in New York. Didn't seem like he wanted to audition. It looked like uh, uh, Sexton was trying to audition more than Clarkson was, to be honest. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going with Brock. I'm going with Brock. I'm going with Brock for sure, for sure. But if we end up with Dejounte, I'll, I'll embrace it and hope it works out. But I'm going with Brock for sure. But you, you guys already know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, like I said, I'll be good with I'll, I'll be good either three because if if it, it, it fills the need, I just think uh, with the way the roster set up, Brogdon fits the yeah. best, right? Nah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Woo! All right, and. Interestingly enough, we got all these clutch sports guys to bring up. And we're Knicks are winning now, Ryan. I know you love, I know you, yes, I know you love the Knicks are winning, Ryan. You know what comes with the Knicks winning, Ryan? Bandwagon fans. Bandwagon fans come with the Knicks winning. And guess who joined the bandwagon, Ryan? Stephen A. Smith. Bruh. <laughs> bandwagon fan. Stephen A. Smith 
joins the party. And yes, I'm calling him a bandwagon fan, son. He's a bandwagon fan. If, no, if, if, if you if you yeah. did if you just found out about Jalen Brunson's greatness like two days ago, you're a bandwagon fan. Exactly. And then on top of that, how can he call himself a Knicks fan and he was doing the all-star voting, but yet he didn't vote in Brunson as a starting as a starting guard for the East. He puts Donovan Mitchell over him. Like, come on. Like, really, as a Knicks fan, you're gonna do that? As a Knicks fan, you're gonna do that. After so you're saying he's an MVP candidate, but he needs to be coming off the bench in the all-star game. <laughs> like make it make sense to me. Bruh. Make 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 it make sense, man. Well, MVP candidates coming up. Okay, get off, get, get off my screen, man. Yo, at, at this at this point, big perk more of a New Yorker. Big than Steve A. Smith is this definitely point. coming to the bar. Exactly, like yo, we we've adopted big perk, yo, like yo, big perk. Whatever you want to come through the garden, come through. You man. coming come through, through, man? You getting beer? <laughs> you getting <laughs> pizza? Authentic New York pizza? We rolling out the red carpet for big perk. Facts. Shoot, man. Even uh, yo, even Shanae, man, from. She can come to. She's more of a fan, man. Yeah, yeah. We we all love Shanae. Yeah, yeah. She even Shanae, she's more of a fan than 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 Stephen A. Stinks, man. I'm 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 with you, man. I'm with you. And it's it's crazy because you know what, Brian? You know what casual fans do? What they do? What do they do? What they when casual fans start watching, and they only know like two or three players, they start making all these crazy fantasy trades. Like, oh, you know what we do? We should we should get LeBron James on the team, bruh. Like, bro. Steven, Steven, I almost liked it better when you didn't know we were good. Exactly. <laughs> For real, <laughs> I almost like it better when you didn't know you were good, and you was you was still kind of you you was still kind of just on Donovan Mitchell's train. Like, I kind of I, I don't. Suggesting that we trade for LeBron James at this point of his career is just the bro pick to me, man. It's is it's it's ridiculous. It it makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, okay, I get it. LeBron James is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. There's no denying that. That dude is probably top two. He's probably the greatest, depending on your scale of you know, best players or what you prefer, whatever the case may be. But it's like, why would the Knicks make that trade when LeBron only has maybe one or two years left in him until he retires? But yeah, we're going to give up young pieces for and bringing in a guy that's only going to play one or two years and might get us to like one championship or one final, whatever the case may be. Like the focus right now should be guys that fit the timeline where the Knicks can have sustained success, where it's like it's you can make multiple finals appearances, not just one. Or two, or yeah. whatever the case may be. Now, all of a sudden, you have to retool and think, like, oh, how are we going to retool this team? Because we gave up assets to bring this guy in, and now he's retired. Like, it yeah. makes no sense. No sense. No. Yo, Ryan, imagine, imagine if, imagine if we traded Julius Randle for LeBron, and then we went into <laughs> <We're in> that... <laughs> just for the dude to play here for one just season, for the season, one season, retire, and then we have to figure out how we're going to replace that production. I would feel bad for Julius. He got traded for LeBron again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be. You know what I mean? It's not. You know, what I mean. y'all connecting the dots, right? Because he got chipped yeah. out for LeBron the first time. And, but yeah, I don't want LeBron though. Let, let's, let's be clear. I do not want LeBron. I don't know. I, I let me just say this: KOT has been around for an extremely long time. Extremely long time, right? For you guys who who are just starting to watch. We started KOT in what 2016? 2016? Yeah, 2016, yeah. That was that was the era when Joaquin Noah and Derrick Rose was here the first time before we traded before we traded Derrick Rose and came back again. This is who was here for the first time. This was this was the height of the Phil Jackson beef with LeBron. And we I hated LeBron then. I hated him. Now I respect him more now, but there was a beef. There was a beef between the Knicks and LeBron. There was the you remember the remember when the uh they LeBron's team smacked us and then they were playing the water battle challenge during the game. You remember that? And then you remember when he like pushed Franklin Lakina and Cancer stepped up to him and stuff like that. So I, I remember that stuff. I remember I remember the decision. 
I remember that stuff. I remember when he played him in the playoffs and he was he got hit with a fake screen and act like he got shot and fell to the floor. Like I remember all that BS that LeBron was pulling <laughs> with the Knicks back in the day. So I can't fathom bringing all of that energy back here. I just that's just not I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm straight on that. And the fact that Steve Nick could even fix his mouth to even suggest something like that is just wild to me. But then again, this is the same dude that always talking about these crazy ass trade proposals. And it's like if you actually watch the team, you would know that making that kind of trade is not a good idea. Or or you would gut the team. And then it's then it's like, yo, what what are you gonna do afterwards when that guy leaves the team? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just it's it, it just stop. I like look. Every Knicks fan wants a championship. Every, every Knicks fan wants, but it's like you have to be smart about it. You're not gonna trade away assets for a guy that's gonna be here one or two years. If you're gonna trade away assets for a guy, it gotta be a guy that's gonna be here for like the next five six years. That you know for a fact that. With this dude on the roster, you have a legit chance at an NBA Finals every season with that guy in your roster. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, if this was LeBron six years ago, then, yeah, that would make sense. But LeBron now? Nah. You're not trading for a guy like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just too petty to pay for it. I'm sorry. I'm too petty to trade for it. Even in six years ago, I, I'm not, I'm in a minority. I know you, I know you, everybody. I, even back then, we had this, had this argument, Ryan. I'm in the yeah. minority. I just don't like trading for enemies. I just don't like it's it's like it's weird. It's it's a weird basketball code to me, man. Like when KD joined the the Golden State Warriors, I was just like, bro, what is that? Yeah, I told. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, guys. There was a time when Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin joined the Knicks. I was I was looking at that weird. <laughs> I was looking at that weird. I'm like, uh, the Nets, Jason Kidd? Do you know, for guys who watched the Nets back in the day, the Nets hated us. They still hate us. But Jason Kidd especially hated the Knicks. And if you even listen to interviews at it about with Jason Kidd's teammates, they talked about how much Jason Kidd hated them. I partially think Jason Pitt sucked in the playoffs just because he hated us. <laughs> I think his pettiness took over. He was like, all right, I'll help y'all get 54 wins, but this is enough. I'm not helping y'all get no chip. All right. Because you, everybody knows Jason can suck in the playoffs once, he, <laughs> once the season was up. So I don't know. I still feel like there was some sabotaging stuff happening on the low. That's just me. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm not built like that. I, I want I want to I want to beat those guys. That's just how I see it. Facts. Oh man, but salute to the chat. I don't know. What do you guys think? Who do you do you feel like in the chat? Do you feel like the clutch sports Leon Rose marriage? Or do you think that because the beast is squashed now that we're bound to see a clutch sports player here? Or do you guys want LeBron here? I feel like I feel like most people are on the same page about LeBron. I don't think I've seen anybody say yes, really. Matter of fact, drop in the chat out of these four players. Who would you rather? Murray, Clarkson, Brogdon or LeBron? Drop it in the chat. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Man. Salute. What well, salute, yo? Salute to you guys. No LeBron. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, basically the basically the fact that he answered no LeBron and didn't even listen and he was like, he I'll take any anybody. Of three. Just just anybody. no LeBron. Just no, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Yo, and then LeBron had the kink. Shout out to I had this I was having this conversation with Terry from Terry and Trey. LeBron he had the King of New York IG post. I was like, oh get out of get out of here, man. Threw up in my mouth. 
don't even know if you guys remember when he posted a King of New York post on IG back in the day. That was crazy. Yeah, that was wild. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? All right, all right, all right. Quick show, quick show. All right, yo, Ryan G. I think, no, think, I think you know what time it is. Yeah, I know what time it is. I'm trying to think if I have any bras, though. Ah, it's I have a bra. I seen Timmy had a bra. He suggested at the beginning of the chat. Ch Yo, Timmy, what's your bra, man? What's your bra? Dante DiVincenzo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my guy want to leave the game. Like, my guy was like, yo, there's only a few seconds left on the clock anyway. Just just leave me in the game for the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah, he was like, trying to sneak, he was sneak his way. For, for, for guys who probably missed it, Dante DiVincenzo fouled out and didn't realize he fouled out. So he was kind of standing around on the court like, all right, I said, start the play. He's like, let's, let's go. What's, what's the hold up? My guy, you fouled out. Get out the game. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish you didn't find out because we did all the scoring you can get. You was the second lead to score. But you, you yeah, you, you shouldn't have. That was six, man. That was six, my guy. Now it's time to sit on the bench. It's like, it's like one of those moments where you just hope it's not noticed. You, you know, it's like you just stay on the court. You walk around like, yeah, that's my fifth foul. You know, I, I got one more foul to go. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> cool. Nah, it's not cool. Yeah, yeah, six, bro. Yeah, six. Yeah, sit down. I got another. I got one though. It, 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 my bro pick goes to, and I love you, man. I love you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you what you have done in Nick uniform so far. But my bro goes to Precious Achilla. All right. I'm sorry. There was one play where he he got away with it. He was looking around trying to pass the ball to a teammate. And he kind of pulled a Lance Thomas almost, but not as bad. I don't know if you guys know the famous Lance Thomas trap. <laughs> Shout out to Millie Media. She posted it the other day. And I had like PTSD from it. <laughs> Ryan remembers. But yeah. Precious Pachu was looking for a pass. Couldn't find somebody. I think he shot past the Brunson. Attempted to pass the ball, goes in the air, and then he catches it. Realized the guy with murder and, and was like, you know what? Before the ref notices, I'm just going to try to dunk it on somebody's head and take it, and take it through the whole hard. And he scored. He scored. Oh. He scored. But at the end of the day, he, that boy traveled. All right. Yeah, he did. Bruh. Travel. And need somebody in the nuts looking like, too. Like, on top <laughs> of the travel. <laughs> Mike Boy says Lance ran so Precious could travel. I like that. <laughs> I mean, that that is true, though. That is true. That Lance move is forever etched in Nick's history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. For real, yeah. Lance ran so Precious could travel. I love Precious. Precious got to work on his footwork, man. He got to work on his footwork a little bit. But he do, he do, he do. Tom Thibodeau is the big man whisperer, so he can get it together. <laughs> Facts. Ah oh, man. And one more bro pick. I just got one more bro pick. This, I guess it's me today with the bro picks. My last bro pick is the ref not calling a foul. Um on who was this kid? Who fouled him? I forgot the kid. Was it Hayes? I just remember a point of the game where Miles McBride shot a floater on the right side of the court, nails the floater, and his defender tries to block it, misses it. Oh yeah, Hayes, yeah. And literally sits on him while he's on the floor and no foul is called. Bruh. Yeah, that was Hayes. <laughs> yeah, it was Hayes. And to add insult to injury, the very next play, LeBron James goes to the hole and blows the layup and the Knicks get called for a foul and nobody touched him. Went to the replay, you hear the crowd yawn. You hear the crowd moan, oh! So you're telling me a man can sit on a whole human after a jump shot, not get a foul call, but if you breathe LeBron's air, you get a foul call against you. Bruh. That was crazy. 
that sequence of events was crazy to me. Exactly, and it's, at, and it's at the Garden too. So you you would have thought we would have got some home cook, but now nah, they want to give this guy LeBron James home cook. Like, nah, come on, son. Yeah, come on, son. Come on, come on, son. Z, bro, well put, Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, those are my bro picks today. Those are my bro picks for today. That's all right. That's I got your back, Ryan G. That's okay. You can't, you know. I know you Jalen Brunson. I know you Jalen Brunson of the bruh picks, but today I was Dante and I hit some threes. All right, it's cool. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, Lakers shut me down the last seven minutes of the game. I couldn't get no basket. Exactly, it, it, it happens sometimes. It happens. Pass me the ball. Just pass me the ball. I got you, bro. <laughs> hit the game winners. All right. Ah, uh, that's the show, though, man. I got, I got nothing to say. I, I will be back. We will be back next game. It's Monday. Knicks need to rest up. What's the schedule looking like? And actually, um, so you guys will know, I have to check the calendar, but the legendary Dexter Henry will be coming on the, the show pretty soon in February. Yes, sir. So definitely keep an eye out for, for, for King Dexter. Dexter Henry, man. Uh, Tuesday's next. Thank you, John Smith. Thank you. Yeah, man. And if you guys, Dexter is an excellent guest, man. We had a really great show last time when Dexter was here. That was probably one of our best shows of the year so far when Dexter came. So shout out to Dexter. And every I keep telling you guys, Dexter be showing KT mad love. So whenever Dexter posts something, just yo, go over there and run up his stuff, yo. Run up all, all this stuff. And he be working hard. He be doing hockey. Yeah, the other yeah, other day I saw him do curling. I was like, curling? I yeah. was like, oh, my favorite is really out there now. Nah, he be expanding his horizons, man. Thanks right. <laughs> to be outside. Definitely that. Let me just look at the schedule really quick before we close out so I know what we're working with. Yeah, Grizzlies on Tuesday. I think Mavericks on Thursday. Yeah, Grizz mapped and Paces again Saturday. Woof. And you know Paces is going to be looking for a man. You know that. OG, please, man. I don't know what you got to do to your elbow or who got to rub your elbow down. Some, some, this, we, we, we just, we, we need you back, man. We can't. The spacing is horrible without you. The, the, the offensive firepower is lacking without you. We, we need you. We need you. We need you, man. Please be healthy. Please. <laughs> I, I think I think the positive sign is that he was listed. He was listed questionable. So the fact he was listed questionable leads me to believe that we got two days. We got two days coming up where the Knicks are going to get some rest. So I'm thinking he'll be back Tuesday. I'm thinking mm. since he was listed questionable and, and not doubtful or anything like that. So that yeah. means he's on the brink of coming back. But he was questionable for like. The last few days, like he's been questionable. See, he's always been just like he's been stuck on that questionable mode. So now I got questions because <laughs> he's been questionable for three days. Like, what's up? As long as it doesn't say doubtful, that's all. I'm I, 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 okay, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Even Grimes, man, Grimes, man, come back. My, Grimes is playing on a on a on a bad knee. Yeah. Uh, he actually came back and finished the game, and then sat out the next few games. So he must have. Mess himself up trying to play through it. I don't know. Or maybe yeah, they're trying maybe. to trade him. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but hopefully, I'm hoping for Tuesday's game, you get Grimes and OG back. I'm hoping. We need we need some shooting. At least a threat. Yeah. At least a threat of shooting. For real. Because the way they lay the way they don't care a damn about nobody else on the floor, but Brunson is is crazy. <laughs> for real. All right, yo, but that's our show, man. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys appreciate the show. We down two members today. Pretty sure Ebony's getting some beauty sleep, and and I know uh, Lee's hand with his pops, and uh, but we should have the full squad back on Tuesday, and hopefully we start up another winning streak. Yes, and sir. we'll start it with the Grizzlies on Tuesday, then Thursday, then Pacers. So we have what five more games until the yeah. break? Yeah, five more. Five more games. So Brunson, rest up. We might only need you to play all these minutes for five more games. God willing. <laughs>
Well, I mean, hopefully, I mean, looking at it, the eighth is going to be, yeah, it's going to be basically two games before that trade deadline. So, dog, can you imagine? Okay, wait a minute. I got a question. Because last time a trade happened right, right during the Pacers game, we didn't have players for the Pacers game. Yeah. So the trade deadline is Thursday. Hopefully they'll be back here for the Pacers game on Saturday. That should be enough time, right? That's enough time. It should be. It should be. Because that would suck. If a trade happens and then we don't have people for the Pacers game, I'll be mad. I'll be mad. <laughs> um, what I'm hoping is that because if it's a trade like just Fournier, and, if, it's just, if it's a trade where it's like they're just giving up Fournier and a pick, there's like the Knicks should be good. That's true. Yeah, so it's like, you know, we, we could probably go a game without that player if if need be. You know what I mean? So that's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's, just, it's not gonna be no blockbuster trade. So it should exactly. just be a bench piece or something. You're right. You're right about that. All right, cool. All right, y'all. That's the show. Ryan G. Let them know where they can find you, man. You can find me on Twitter at RyanGKOT. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And I'm sorry, I ain't got no book club today. You know, Lee's the captain of that. Uh, I, ain't got no book yeah. I ain't got no books. Uh, what's your book, Oh, man. All right. You already know you can find us. You can find us at the, K- the Nick Time Show on Instagram, the Nick Time Show on Facebook, and Nick the KO, the KOT show on Twitter. All right. You can find us on all those platforms. And we're also on Sound. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you hear podcasts, you can hear the KOT show. All right. So check those places out. And yeah, I don't have any books either. I don't have any books either. But uh, I'll just say, um, See us next game, man. Hope hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back, and hopefully next game will be a win. All right? That is the show. Huh? That's a yes, sir. That's all. Oh, that's (laughs) it. Okay. All right. That is all. That is the show. We are out of here. And as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's the show. We out of here. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,